0: to the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Let's join our geeky hosts on this week's episode.
1: And welcome to another episode of Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. The only podcast where the geeks drink and give your opinion on things and stuff while we drink. I'm Adam. I'm Matt. And if you haven't listened to this podcast before, you're like, oh, that makes sense. (laughs) Sike! And if you have listened to the podcast before, or are... (laughs) somehow related or in significant relationships with us, you know we're liars. Yes. (laughs) Alright, folks. Well, welcome to another episode. This is... uh, We're almost a year in, Adam. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we are almost a year in.
2: What are we doing with our lives?
1: You know, our girlfriends and wives would have a very opinionated opinion on that. Most likely. <laughs> all right, folks. Well, it's that time to let you know you have to find, follow, like, subscribe, and tweet us at Geek Drink Pod on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Discord, as well as One Barrel One Cup. dot com.
2: Um, what What's this one going
1: to be? So you say One Barrel One Cup. Yeah.
2: yeah. I'm saying first shot person
1: there you go um, don't waste it all on a single in single load oh god this is getting gross at this point
2: no i apologize people
1: they call me trigger finger Ugh. yeah all right well folks now that we've Thoroughly disturbed you and, and haunted your ear holes It's time to talk about Our drink of the week Yes
0: Time to grab your beverage And join along As the geeks discuss The drink of the week
1: And so, a couple weeks ago, we featured some woodchuck ciders, but the kind of different varieties they have. And so, we kind of went back to them with a couple of different varieties we haven't had on the podcast before. So, Adam, what are you drinking today?
2: Well, I'm I'm just drinking the amber again. Uh, I think I did that last. No, time. we
1: had, you did the um, we did the guava and the basil. Oh hell, and the berry.
2: Well, I'm doing the amber, which is just the normal one. But um, yeah. Sometimes we buy a 12-pack, and we're just going to be like, hey, we'll use this for the next one.
1: Yes. And I am drinking the pear Persecco. So it's a bubbly dry cider with 6.1% alcohol from Woodchuck. I imagine it's quite dry.
2: We'll see. How much is it? Like what's your, uh, your vagina. <laughs>
1: well, I don't have one, so yes, it's extremely dry. So I'm 5%. Yeah, I'm 6.1. Okay, well, All right, here we well. go. Cheers. Cheers. Oh yeah, that's dry. Very much like a wine-cider mix. Which is <laughs> like, not bad, I mean. Like Matt's <laughs> So, So those of you folks who don't know, um, this is a good, refreshing <laughs> drink for me because as of an hour ago, I drove from Kansas City to Denver. With
2: Missouri or actual Kansas.
1: Kansas City, um, just one of the suburbs on the Kansas side. But okay. we did drive into Can into Missouri for a little bit on Saturday. Saturday. Yep. That's the part that gets a lot of people confused is people are like
2: Which Kansas yeah, City, even though it's just a river yeah, the dividing. Missouri the city. side or the Kansas
1: side. The Kansas side.
2: Okay. So yeah,
1: nothing like uh six hour drive today and a four hour drive the day before. What car did you take? We took the RAV. Oh. Yeah. The little hybrid. Yeah, not only that, but just all the kids stuff. It's like you can't have that just sitting in the You know, it makes around. sense. And it's hot as it is, it's, so for those of you who aren't listening from Denver, it is 97 degrees here in Denver today. It is hot as hell. If you hear a fan. Or the AC blasting. Just going. Just sorry. We're trying to keep my vagina dry.
2: Yeah. It
1: needs to be very dry. (laughs) All right, folks. Well, now that we've gotten that out of the way, it's time to talk about our topic of the week.
0: What are the geeks going to talk about this week?
1: All right, this week's topic. So, we've talked a lot about movies and the disaster genre today, lately, not today, but lately. We've talked, you know, Armageddon, Deep Impact, um, are volcano, we talking about the Dante's disaster piece? genre yeah. that
2: is the writer strike and SAG? <laughs>
1: yeah, there's that drama. Which, so let's
2: just we're not going to get
1: into. I, all I'm going to say is, I agree that we need to figure out a better system for streaming rights and how actors and writers we completely. Get paid.
2: Yeah, we we both completely agree on that front. Like, yes, actors, writers, y'all need to get paid. For what you do, you are the backbone of this. Yep. But why does Tom Cruise get paid $80 million for a movie?
1: It's his name. I know, it's but And I mean, I'm going to go see Mission Impossible. Let's just be honest. We'll we'll go at some point. But yes.
2: it's still kind of like, well, why is he getting paid this much and he also- Simon Pegg is getting paid, like, one
1: million. <laughs> Isn't it, well, I think um, Tom Cruise is also one of the executive producers too, which I think helps. I mean, we can talk about like,
2: oh god, this is going to be a whole other episode. Yeah, we're going to have to do this next week. Uh, anyway, but Bo, we're, we're, nice we're to say, wiping this off the table for right yeah, now because it's I'll, too
1: fresh. All I will say is, we support my, you. Yes, we support you. My internal prediction is we won't see a deal between the unions until the fall.
2: I mean, I know I saw one that was saying, like, every high-paying actor and high-paying producer take a 20% pay cut from their bonuses and stuff and then put that towards the actors that are yeah, yeah doing their thing. Um, But, yeah, no, I totally agree. It's not going to happen because people are greedy. Yeah, we not see anything to the
1: fall <laughs> until... New shows aren't coming out, and, and now movies yeah, are so far behind like, that we're starting to have delays. And we're gonna cost it's gonna cost industry money for everyone to come to the table. It's yeah, it's gonna look like a nightmare. So. Yep. Alright, well now that we're going to get into our topic of the week, we're going to talk about... Which isn't about the writer or actor stuff. No, and we're we're wrapping up Disaster Week with The Core. I'm kidding. kidding. I wish... (laughs) Actually, I really like
2: that. I do too, and I saw
1: it again a couple nights ago. (laughs) Aaron Eckhart is awesome. Yes, Aaron Eckhart, Hilary Swank. But we're not talking about The Core today. We are talking about first-person shooter genres in video games.
2: Yes, we wanted to kind of switch it up a bit and throw in a, a different
1: non-disaster movie topic.
2: Yes. so Even
1: though Guardians
2: wasn't really a disaster No, that's movie, true. But We were just finishing off the But I guess franchise. it could have ended up in a Guardians
1: disaster movie yeah Yeah, an MCU disaster film.
2: Eh, who knows. But, yes, so uh, we were talking about uh, first-person shooter genres. Like yeah. What game things we like.
1: Yeah. And so you've got to bring, when we start talking about first-person shooter genres, you've got to start with the OG first-person shooter. Duck Hunt. <laughs> not really. That's not uh, what we're going to talk about. But I mean, that, yeah. that is technically a original <laughs> first-person shooter if you think about it.
2: Oh, my God. I love a light gun shooter. Yes. It's the best. But um, I think we were trying to bring up the OG. The OG. The one that or really... Or the G.
1: Yeah. Well, this... E. So this one really... got first-person shooters on the home console. Yes. You could go to the arcade and play them all you want, but this there was never really truly a good FPS game on home console, and this mm-hmm. really, like, was a genre-defining game. Yes. And uh-huh. so we're talking first off about GoldenEye. GoldenEye 64. Not the remake... But the o the sixty four version of the of Goldeneye.
2: Yeah, I think they had a few remakes of them. just two now. Okay. There's
1: like a Switch and a Wii U port, I think, and that's been it.
2: Well, I thought they. Well, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of the re-release because they re-released it on like Game Pass and yeah, all that. So um.
1: yeah, so we're talking about the OG Nintendo sixty four Goldeneye sixty four.
2: Okay, so Matt want to ask you a question. How many times did you play this with your friends over sleepovers?
1: When, yeah, <laughs> whenever someone had an N64, someone had that game. If okay. someone didn't have that game, it was rented from a blockbuster.
2: Okay. Um, the other question I had is how many times someone had Perfect Dark.
1: Not as often. Okay.
2: Okay. So let's talk about Goldeneye
1: first. So, yeah. so first question, Adam, were you ever odd job?
2: When I had someone over that didn't know what they were playing, it was always odd job. That's a. It's just I was ten or whatever. Yeah, you
1: wanted to make sure you had smaller hippos and. Yeah, but yeah. it's more like okay,
2: I understood like. I understood Goldeneye really well. Like, I was like, okay, I played with my brothers. You had that four-player s- split screen. I don't know if any of... Did you ever do the little box?
1: No, no, we just, we played, and, you know, TVs weren't as big back then, so you...
2: Oh, we still the, did it. C- I know, <laughs> but on the
1: CRT TVs, and you're just like, all right, everyone sit back and follow your as you can, okay, I can't no see my No
2: screen-checking. Yeah, no screen-checking. I know where you are. Yeah, no, but I like because I understood the game. I was like, okay, I can have fun with this. But um, it all comes down to like, I guess we were all what nine, ten
1: years old. Yeah, I I can't even tell you exactly when I remember how okay. old I was, but yeah, he, he's looking it up. I on, am on the internet. Ninety-seven. Oh, so, the 19, so yeah, yeah eleven. So yeah, I was eleven when it came out. Okay,
2: so I was Same ten age. or eleven, yeah. yeah. It but um you and I at that age, it's not like we're buying said games. No. No. We're just like, hey Mom Mom, can I have <laughs> this game please? <laughs> Mom Mom <no. laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> My voice changed. Yeah. But Mom, I have the allowance money at home, I swear. You can take it from me for the next six Mom. weeks. Mom.
1: <laughs> Adam, Adam, don't lie. That was you talking to your mother when you were in college. Yeah,
2: probably. <laughs> but <laughs> I did singing for so long, it made it impossible for my voice to change. But, um, no, but it it became a thing where it's like, yeah, it's like we could only get games
1: that... Our parents pop first, or we rent first. Exactly. But, I mean, so, so let me ask you this about Goldeneye. Did you ever play the story mode? Fuck yeah, okay. I did. Okay. Let me ask I, you... The, I the, owned
2: the... Or, my older brother owned the game as he, so much to my chagrin, would rub in my face.
1: Did he really rub the game in your face, or did he teabag you in the face?
2: No, but he did, uh steal a Christmas present from me at one point. Okay. Of
1: cruising USA. <laughs> That's a fun one, too. Um, so let me ask you this about um, GoldenEye 64. And we'll, let me ask you this, and then we're going to frame it with a modern question. So you said you played the story mode. Yes. The most recent Call of Duty game. Did you play the story mode? Yes. Okay, well, that or was not wait, the answer what is I the
2: most recent the Call of Duty...
1: Modern, Modern Warfare it, to... Two again, the re, the remastered. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I played that. Okay, there we go. Yeah. So, I was gonna say because that usually is not the case with most first person shooters.
2: Uh, no. I mean, and we can get into this most as we go into Call of Duty, um, because I think people get more into the multiplayer than that or the war zone
1: stuff. Okay, um, you know, so you're talking about the um, battle royale kind of part of it, exactly. So we'll get I, into that some. John, by here. the
2: way, I hate that. It, I can't figure it out, and maybe that's my fault. <laughs> it is. It is. Shut up, Matt.
1: <laughs> I, I am giving you the answer you want. It is your fault. Yeah, because I when I do play first person shooters, I do enjoy the battle royale because I can get done with the match a lot quicker. Um, I prefer just a
2: team deathmatch. This to be like a team deathmatch, but you're what you want.
1: Like up shoot against. as many
2: people as you can. Yeah, and but you gotta but, go find your gun first.
1: But we're,
2: okay, well this <laughs> it's is like, this it's is like is a team later deathmatch
1: slash scavenger hunt. Yeah, well. A bunch of bullshit. Alright, well, up. we're going to talk about this in depth a little bit as we get into <laughs> right. that subset. So, so, let's phase into the next kind of game that was, I think, another genre-defining game. Okay. Um, for the PlayStation PlayStation 2, it was Metal for Honor.
2: Metal for Honor, I never really played because, and I'll let you kind of take the lead on this, because yeah, I never had a PlayStation until recently. Um, but, uh, yeah, I never played the Medal for Honor games.
0: That's fair enough. I know
2: they were, who were they made by? It was an EA game. It was an EA. Yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't the Activision one, but, um, yeah, I'll let you take the lead on that because I know they had a bunch of World War II games that were pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, so the one I played the most was going to be Medal of Honor Frontline, Um, and that was Takes place starts at D-Day, kind of moves on. And okay. one of the things that was kind of cool about the Metal for Honor series, guess who created it? Who? Mr. Spielberg. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was the creator of the game series.
2: I, I do want to ask one yeah. question, though. Um, were these games more single-player focused? Yes, because there was
1: there an was option to there play. There was a big
2: switch
1: yeah. along the line. And I will... Th- I'll tell you when that happened. So this is more of a single player. You can play co-op. Um, I remember having all the cheat codes where it's like all the Nazi soldiers look like Hitler, or you can make all the the guns shoot, shoot all of them. Yeah, <laughs> shoot <laughs> them all. The, um, the gun instead of it being like it being bullets, it's mini photon torpedoes from Star Trek. Pew, pew, all those pew, little pew, um, <laughs> yeah. So you can do that. Um, but I will tell you where I think first-person player or first person shooters split into more of a multiplayer aspect. And you tell me what you think. I think it really happened when you had Battlefield 1942, Battlefield Vietnam on PC. Yes. And then as well as the advent of the PS3 and the Xbox with Halo and yes. Call of Duty. That's where yes. I really think... Because of the multiplayer online functionality is where you start to see it now being a first-player shooter, massive multiplayer game.
2: Yes. And sometimes it was just 16 people or 12 people or whatever. So, uh, I guess, Matt, where do you want to start with that one? Because I guess maybe maybe
1: Battlefield was... Maybe the first. I think it was the first for PC gamers. It wasn't the first for me. No, it wasn't the first. It was, the, it was probably the one of the... It wasn't the first... Oh, You know, I take it back. It probably was the first, besides um, Nintendo 64 and GoldenEye, where I really played with other people. But outside, outside of outside. the room. Yeah, well, okay, so it's a little no, weird because... So, it was a PC game, and so we had a couple friends. I had a couple friends in high school. Mm. Um, not in the group me and you were hanging out with, but I had some other some friends who were more PC nerds. And there was a place in Arvada where you could rent a PC for hours at a time, and they had all these games preloaded so you could play with everyone in the game. This will come room. into our next yes. one. <laughs> so, I remember doing some of the. the, the, the I guess, you know, as we're going to talk about with Halo. LAN party um, kind of aspect of it where you're playing with a, in a local server, in a group, mm-hmm. and everyone's got their own screen or 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 sharing a screen or two, yeah. but there's more players at that point. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, Battlefield for me was that first kind of aspect, um, and we'll talk about Battlefield and why I think it's a better series than Call of Duty as we get more divested into it, but let's, let's jump into Halo. Okay, so uh,
2: Halo... I got an Xbox as a kid. It was my thing. It was what we did. We got Halo. And uh, I met a bunch of friends that all were like, hey, we play Halo online. And I was just like, oh, hell, I'll play. And we all were terrible. (laughs) Like, oh, yeah, we were the worst. But... We all played together, so we started these LAN parties, and, like, the, the original Xbox had the ability where you could, like, run cords between things, and we used to have LAN parties at my parents' house where we would, like, run a LAN, like, a okay. cord yeah. between, like... Xboxes, Xboxes, and around the corners. It was... Just so we didn't get anyone screenshotting us or something like that. But that was kind of the first one that kind of started it for me. Um, I loved it.
1: It was fun. Had a great time. <laughs> one of the things so we've talked about before on this podcast, I'm not a Xbox owner. I never have been. But That's I do fun. remember playing a lot of Halo, especially in those years... Um, at land parties with you, I remember playing. Yeah, I'm um, like, I'm
2: pretty yeah. sure I had you over there. Oh yeah, multiple times. I remember
1: then we'd start getting sleep deprived and slap happy. We we're like, we're going to do low gravity, snipers only, no vehicles, and in, in, oh, in the gulch.
2: One of our friends and I can't, I don't want to say his name because he's on a TV show now. Um, Not anymore because
1: he's on strike. Uh, well, he's on strike, <laughs> but
2: I don't. Want to bring him up, but he created a great game where it was it was just snipers of shotguns, <laughs> and I think he called it Tongo. Um, granted, people, this was years and years ago. Oh, you're like, talking about two thousand four, two thousand five. Yeah, I'm old, so. But he called it Tongo. And it was pretty much like in the first Halo game. You could pretty much turn your shotgun into a sniper rifle. If you kind of knew what to do. Um, But yeah. So he did a great job with that. And we loved him for it. Um, But yeah. It it was always this thing where we go over. ...through Halo 1... ...2... ...3... ...we would have these parties... ...and we'd get... ...at times... ...so mad at each other... ...my parents had a trampoline... ...in the backyard... ...yes, I remember
1: going in the backyard with... ...foam swords and shields... ...and then taking it out on each other afterwards... ...you you (laughs) motherfucker, you did that... ...yes, Yes.
2: (laughs) that's all we did... We would just get so mad
1: and... And then you take a pizza break.
2: Pizza break and then we go back to gaming. Yes. It was and, great.
1: And I think Halo, we talked about before, is kind of that genre-defining game in terms of what it was doing for first-person shooters and it, it spawned so much. Um, I mean, obviously yes. it's a massive franchise now with books, comics, TV shows. Well, and I read
2: um, uh, the first three or four books yeah well think about um, this Without- I used to have a signed copy of the first three books um, by one of the original authors but I think someone may have stole it from me but it pisses me off a bit but I really enjoyed the lore yeah let's and... talk about lore yeah <laughs> like well, Battlefield never had lore what Halo had lore
1: <laughs> Batman's kind of had lore, but it was more of the conflict it was trying to represent, whether it was future combat or previous combat. Mm-hmm. I think another game that has a lot of lore that people tend to overlook is Borderlands. Oh! The lore behind Borderlands. Oh, hold on, hold on. I'm turning um, my page. Well, before you, before you dive into that, I mean, <laughs> let's bring up another one, Titanfall. I'm um, turning...
2: I, I already have it on yeah, my page.
1: Um, <laughs> another big one with lore... Would have to be the Rainbow Six series and the Tom because the Tom Clancy books. God damn it! Well, I, I'm not saying, I'm not going into them. So, I'm just talking you know, about what, what folks. What lore. We were we kind of we always talked
2: talk about this we talked beforehand. About this. We were like, hey, these are some first-person shooters that we were like, oh yeah, hey, these are great. Now he brings this up. What a bastard?
1: is <laughs> so we can keep this conversation going. I, I um, can keep
2: it going for a couple... Like, for a while. Yeah, I well, know.
1: I know. But, I mean, we talk, if we're going to talk about lore, we've got to bring up these games, because these yes. are... So, games what do you want to start with? I'd say let's best. start with um, Borderlands, because that's the one I'm, I, I'm familiar okay. with, but it's the most recent one I'm familiar with.
2: Okay, so Borderlands, for me, brought a lot of... That Looter shooter RPG element yeah, to the you, games,
1: and it, and you've since evolved into other games of that type. Destiny Correct. being a big one, even though it's not yes. but, always a shooter. I mean, you've yeah. always had like
2: other games that were similar, but this one was kind of more goofy, yeah, and silly and. And very much a very unique style of animation. Exactly, like uh, the animation was very like it was all
1: cell shaded, and... but the background was tend to be more realistic. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was definitely kind of a silly, fun, just weird, kooky game. Same yeah. with the second one. Um, I never played the prequel, um, which was three. Prequel was three. I
2: Think no, so. no, that wasn't. Three, right? I thought it went one, two, three. They had a prequel sequel to Borderlands 2.
1: Yeah, it was Borderlands, Borderlands 2, Borderlands Legends, Borderlands, a prequel sequel, yeah. Tales, and then three.
2: I will say, okay, let's just for putting it out there, what's your favorite Borderlands? First one. Okay. I will say it's three for me, um,
1: but um, why is it one it was for you? Just learning the story, learning the characters, learning the environment, and and the animation style was so new, and you didn't see that in first person shooter games, and it was such a drastic but cool take on. First person shooters, and like I said, I think the artwork was top notch because that oh, was yeah. you went from having uber realism with Call of Duty and Rainbow Six, and now you're going to this kind of kooky style, which makes it a different kind of fun.
2: A little more, like, I don't mean to say comical, but more comic, more comic book style. Call, yeah. Um, okay. Well, I mean the only problem I had with the first game was all the story was tell or like told to you via like text blurbs. Yeah. And I didn't like that. Okay. So um and I mean I played classic games and I get it, but at the same time I was just like, come on. So it's either Oh, gosh. I'd have to go with two. Is my favorite because it's. It had one of my favorite characters, and it was the stealth guy, Zero. Okay. Who was more. Like, to me, he was more interesting. And it's like, I remember, like, this was another. Game that you could play co-op, yes, like split-screen co-op, if which you was something to. you didn't have as much of. Oh, you did not. <laughs> um, but like my older brother would play as um, the other sniper, and I'd play as Roland. Okay, I can't remember the other sniper's name.
1: I can't even on top of my head. But
2: um, but yeah, it, we would play games like that and just be like okay I can throw down a shield I could do this drone or whatever Um, and he'd just be like birdie (laughs) yep but um, that was what we did and so yeah Borderlands was a great one also a great one to sort of introduce like more role playing games into like video game like this first person genre like being like hey you can be a sniper but you can enhance certain abilities and it's not just the gun you have it's the abilities you have and I know Borderlands always said like oh yeah we're gonna introduce 50,000 guns 20,000 guns a million guns. <laughs> but I was just kinda like I liked the fact that your character evolved to do something different.
1: Okay. No, I, I agree. I I I liked I think the story was just you know, after playing cause it came out after, you know, the Call of Duty Modern Warfare games came out and yeah. you know, it's those were the Herbert uber-realism, you know, fight the Russians, fight the North Koreans, fight the blank people from...
2: The communists. To some Jekic, Kenistan,
1: wherever it was, wherever. for each game. Um, and then you you get this kind of space action RPG, just off-the-wall kind of thrilling game. Uh, but yes. let's go ahead and, and, now that we've talked about it a little bit, uh, you know, another... Story-driven game that is a first-person shooter in a kind of weird way is Titanfall.
2: Okay, let's go for Titanfall. So, I'm gonna... I may specify Titanfall 2. More. Which is your favorite? Well, because Titanfall Cause 1 was more of a multiplayer. I
1: agree with you that Titanfall 2 was better.
2: Well, Titanfall 1 was all multiplayer. Yes. And Titanfall 2 it had a story. So, this was the first one that really, like, took movement and tried to bring that to, yeah. like, you could bounce off walls. You, you could, had to
1: bounce off walls. You had to re- jump from, you could use objects stuff. and ceiling to swing across yeah. gaps. You and had to go and get upgrades and rechargeables for your suits. You had to do... A lot of other things besides well, just running gun.
2: The other thing I loved about Titanfall two was there were NPC characters like that were around that were just robots. Yeah, and you could kill them, get some points, but not as much as killing a actual person. Um, but then you could call in. What do they call it? Um, Titanfall. Yeah. And you could get this massive mech that could lay waste pretty much to the battlefield. And it was delightful. Like, this, like, and I don't know. Like, so, Matt, let me ask you this. Like, how many times, like, did you play Titanfall a lot?
1: Um, I've I've played it. I owned and and beat two. I didn't play as much online as I would like to. So,
2: online, getting a Titan, you were just like, oh shit, everyone's fucked, (laughs) and you're just gonna lay waste to the entire battlefield. And I know like other games like Halo, like. Um, battlefield, like you get into a tank, yeah, or an airplane, or something like that, and you can lay waste to a battlefield pretty quickly. But you get into a Titan, you can do that very easily. You know what I did? No, never got into a Titan.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I would jump just like... on
2: top and pull out their fusion core. <laughs> and mess with them, because I'm a bastard.
1: It's just like the um, Battlefield series, or or I guess newer Call of Duty, but Battlefield, when you jump in a tank, you jump in a helicopter airplane, you now were target number one for everyone on the map. Mm -hmm. You were not... You were laying waste for a limited amount of time, because at some point, everyone's going to join up on you and start RPGing your ass. Yeah.
2: But I love the fact that this game enabled player to just be like, I can be a sneaky person yes. and just jump in, pull out your fusion core, throw in a grenade, whatever, and just mess with you. Cause that's that's how always how I played. I mean So
1: let's talk about another we've talked about it before, another story. Okay. Driven first person shooter game. And it's not on your list. What is it? Battlefield Bad Company. Oh, we've talked about it before. It's such a great story-driven first-person shooter game.
2: See, I like. I was talking <laughs> with your wife about this one, and I didn't think that you had played
1: it. Yeah, but, I um, played one and two. They're two. both great. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you which one was better. Um, I would I say we- two was a little bit better in terms of multiplayer mode.
2: But if you want to go with story, one is yes. better. Um, so, Battlefield Bad Company was made by uh, DICE. Yep. So, the EA group. Um, pretty much, it's like it's a comedy of a first person shooter, is the best way I can describe it. It is ridiculous, it is silly, but it is brilliant. If I could make a TV show about Battlefield Bad Company, I'd do it right now. (laughs) Because it is just like you have a great cast, you have a great scenario. So I don't want to spoil too many things, but it's pretty much it's like B Company is kind of the undesirables. Yes. They're not very fancified by everyone (laughs) Um, and this guy um, gets uh, positioned with them but uh, they discover that this other country has a bunch of gold bars (laughs) and they decide to try and get them after they have been dishonorably discharged (laughs)
1: Let's just be honest. Battlefield Bad Company, the game's logo has got to be one of the best logos of all time.
2: Like a little happy face on a grenade on the pin
1: of the grenade. Yeah.
2: Well, I think the whole like ad campaign for this was like this you could blow face. up everything. You
1: can, and that's and that's what we'll get into this now. I I can't use that as a preface. Pick your first-person shooter right now: Call of Duty or Battlefield.
2: Ah, it's hard because. This is difficult because Call of Duty is a lot more fast-paced action shooter. Yes. Where you can just be like, I'm taking out this guy, I'm taking out this guy, I'm taking out this guy. Whereas with a lot of Battlefield, you're like, blow out this wall, then I can take out this guy, but then the guy behind me needs to take out these guys, and then I might get shot... But, um so I guess it's more like, what is more realistic is kind of the more, like, the bigger question. Because, yes, is Battlefield more realistic? Sure. Except for dropping tanks in the middle of a Battlefield, like, from the air. But it's kind of, like, I prefer call of duty from an experience where it's kind of like oh I can just jump in. I don't have to run like 50 60 <laughs> meters to try and get to the engagement to just get picked off by a sniper. So that that I guess is my base thing where I can like I can be like okay call of duty I can jump in play be done okay battlefield it's a little more
1: so i will say i prefer battlefield for that aspect actually because
2: wrong
1: wait wait is that the guy who likes xbox more than playstation (laughs) tell me i'm wrong about something wow i
2: have big consoles
1: (laughs) you do now but previously to the ps5 okay wrong. it was whatever my
2: parents would buy me
1: (laughs) You had the money to buy yourself a 360. Garrett, well, I wouldn't guarantee. And I did have uh,
2: the money to buy myself yes, a 360. That's
1: the second console where you, you made the wrong choice. It's okay. Okay, we still we love got you. Some great. We games. still love you, Adam. Oh, okay. Do you want to talk
2: about who owns Activision now? Oh, I'm shipping on this.
1: Okay, but remember, I don't. I like Call of Duty as much as I like Battlefield.
2: Well, Battlefield. So first off, <laughs> let's just talk about this. There's an article out there that Microsoft has confirmed that um, Call of Duty will stay multi-platform. Multi-platform. And so I mean, good, good for them. Like they don't, they don't need it to be exclusive. Exclusive, but. That's This is a whole other topic. Yes,
1: we can talk about that for days. But so, and here's, I'll tell you why I like Battlefield. Mm-hmm. I like Battlefield because of that aspect of, oh, there's a sniper up here. I need him eliminated. Okay, we can kill him, but he's going to find that nest again if we're not watching it all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to kill the sniper. I'm going to blow up the building the sniper was in. That, okay. that is kind of fun. Sniper dead. Building gone. No more sniper there. Um, I mean, I was I was always the person like, okay, I'm going to take my C4 charges, I'm going to plant them on the structural beams, I'm going to run out, hit the button, boom, building, boom, 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 you know, second floor. Flat. What does that sound again? Boom, 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 boom. boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was what I loved to do. I, I mean, I was always you know one of the people like, let me spawn and get a helicopter or a plane, not because I was very good at it, but because I like to kamikaze people. Mm-hmm. I'd like. I was the person who'd be like, "Okay, I'm gonna aim it, and I'm gonna crash. I'm gonna crash. Jump out. And my jet would slam into people,
2: yeah.
1: and then I would inevitably get shot while I'm in a parachute. And then I'd respawn somewhere else, and and strive to have the one one KD ratio. I
2: just always hated the fact that you'd spawn back at your base, and you'd be like, "Oh, hey, I need a truck. Oh, this guy just took off in the truck." Okay, I gotta huff it.
1: <laughs> but it was, I, I think in that sense, it made it realistic and what a battlefield conditions would be. You're not going to be instantly dropped off of the front lines, ready to fight. You're you are going to have to get there.
2: Yeah, but you wouldn't think some prick would be like, I'm taking the one helicopter!
1: Bye! Well, I only sat two. <laughs> anyway, so, before we wrap up this discussion, Adam, I have to bring up, I think, one of my favorite let, let me talk about two... I know one you never play because it's exclusive to PlayStation. But I'll talk about two multiplayer first-person shooter okay, games.
2: Okay, and I'll talk about two games that I have a list. Yeah. So. so,
1: the first one we talked about briefly is the Tom Clancy Rainbow Six series. Love but I wanna, that. I want to dive into New Vegas. Or... Uh, or uh,
2: it's yeah, just Vegas. Vegas, yeah.
1: Vegas, it's a, a great
2: suit. game. Great game. Yes. Both of them are great.
1: My favorite part of those games was the multiplayer terrorist hunt. Oh my god. Because you'd play with a friend and you would redo the mission 18 times because you would forget about one person in the corner. You'd get cocky going, okay, we can clear this room really fast. And you'd run in there and be like, oh yeah, I forgot about that guy.
2: Well, I had a friend. You know this friend. And I'll tell you after the fact who this friend was because I don't want to embarrass him. But... Uh, him and I would always play uh, Vegas 2. And uh, he would go in, get shot, I'd get shot, we'd all die, whatever.
1: Yeah, restart.
2: But then he would just say, man, dude, I'm getting really good at head. Shots! Yeah. <laughs> head shots! <And> I'm like, <laughs> oh god, dude, what the fuck? But, um, Anyway, sorry, but great game. Yes, yes. <laughs> Fantastic game.
1: Another fun, not some You can't play... You couldn't play locally. It was always online only. Only thing you could do on this game. Called MAG. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it. No. So it was for Massive Action Gameplay.
2: Or Massive
1: Ass... So... Gauging. The... <laughs> we're just going to leave that one alone. Um, so... It was online only... Multiplayer or F- FPS games. The biggest map was a 256 player map. That would have been excellent. Oh, it was great because there's only X amount of weapon class people you could be, mm-hmm. and once those that was filled up, you had to be the next class, and mm-hmm. you had to pick your class, and you could, and not everyone could be snipers, not everyone could be medics, not everyone could be support. Yeah. And I would always pick support, and I would get the freaking Howard serve machine gun. With the tripod, howitzer. I, I'm an exaggerating. M60? Yes, I am exaggerating the howitzer because no, I'm just curious because yeah. <laughs> no, I know, I, I know what the howitzer. I, yeah, no, I'm, howitzer I, is a is it's a fixed aircraft. is an anti-aircraft weapon. No, uh, well, also a uh, uh, radial. Yeah, crank, crank. They use um, on navy like, ships and yeah. yeah,
2: It's it sucks. Yes, it as a weapon. It's a massive destroyer. But
1: anyway, yes. sorry. So I so yes, I would use the M60 or the game's equivalent with the tripod. I would run out, find me a little secluded spot next to a bush or something, and just lay waste into where the troops are going to pour out next. Okay, they're all going to spawn and run out. this. So you just were clipping them off clipping them off and then they finally discover me and then I move to a different section great game Um, squad based so you had um, squad communications you can only talk to your squad Mm -hmm. and your squad commander could talk to your squad and the other squad commanders and it was chosen at random
2: can you say squad one more time
1: squad Oh, Lord. I need, so, anyone looking for a co-host, <laughs> I'm option, Adam is going off to the highest sponsor bidder. He's, he's being auctioned <laughs> off. <laughs> to, the, to the lowest bidder. One penny. Do I hear one penny? <laughs> sold to the girl in white.
2: He's going off to the
1: great white, great white north. <laughs> That's so, Canada. <laughs> yes. So, give me your two. Um,
2: okay, so. A few I wanted to mention. Bioshock.
1: Okay. Did you ever play Bioshock? No, we've talked about. I've played Bioshock 1. We've talked about okay. that as a, as we, a topic. We yeah. can
2: talk about Bioshock 1. Um, Story driven. You use both plasmids and firearms. No multiplayer, but. Yeah. It was okay. But, um, so, I say Bioshock is a great First person shooter, okay, because you just feel the whole story coming yeah. at you. Um, then, uh, the other one I wanted to mention, and I guess we're gonna maybe tie this, it's gonna tie it into our um, wreck of the week. <laughs>
0: Of the week, what are the geeks going to recommend?
2: Fallout 4. Did you ever play that? I one? never got into the Fallout series. Okay, well you should check it out. I think it's on your
1: yeah, it's on, on, it's on yeah the PS4, PS5 pass and
2: check it PlayStation out PlayStation
1: Plus. Yeah,
2: um, they're coming out with a next gen update soon, and so for. Everyone else on this podcast, I would say, like, if you haven't played it, try to wait it out till the end of the year because that's when this is supposed to come out. But uh, it's kind of an RPG first person shooter, Um, really good gunplay. Some people didn't like the story as much, but. I found it fine. Um, But yeah, check that out.
1: So, sorry, I kind of jumped the gun. No, it's okay. Gun. (laughs) Alright, give me the other one on your list.
2: Well, I I also have uh, Doom.
1: Okay, yeah. That one's just off. I'll give you a better Doom. The Chex Quest version we had as kids.
2: Oh, and, uh, that one... It was uh, always loaded on like, um, your public yeah.
1: school computers in the library.
2: Yeah, 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 I remember that one. But <laughs> I was no. just going to say, like, the Doom 3 um, was kind of the one that I got into the most, but then, like, the, all the Doom Eternals and... Yeah, I other, stopped playing
1: after Doom 2, I think.
2: Okay, well, Doom Three is pretty fun. It's more of a, a horror... One, because mm-hmm. it's like you can only either shine your flashlight
1: or shoot yeah
2: or shoot <laughs> and so it got kind of nerve-wracking um, but as a game I went to mr. Matt that he will not try
1: from I series to what I'm still playing Tears of the kingdom far cry. The Far Cry series,
2: so it starts off kind of weird. But, if you start with Far Cry 3, which I think has one of the best antagonists
1: of... Of the series.
2: Of anything. It's amazing. Um, So you just throw that in there. But, they just kept... Keeping it consistent. Okay. Gunplay is nice. RPG elements is nice. Just check it out. But yeah, like I said, uh, my wreck of the week is definitely Fallout 4 at the end of the year if you have not played it.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, So, if we're going to do Geek Wreck of the Week, then, I'm not going to recommend a first-person shooter because I have somebody on this list to recommend. Go for it. So, my Geek Wreck of the Week this week would have to be, um, oh, God, I just checked it out the other day and I totally blanked on it.
2: Describe it. Um, I used to be good at this game.
1: Yeah, you haven't watched this. Uh, (laughs)
2: Yeah. Backdoor sluts nine. <laughs> no, eight. I haven't got to
1: nine yet. Don't give me any spoilers <laughs> about the backdoors and the sluts and the hoes. Um, so, uh, I'm going to go off the rails here. I'm not talking about a TV show or anything. But Okay. For those of you, like we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, I just drove back from Kansas City visiting some wife's family. Mm-hmm. My geek wreck of the week is not Kansas City because... It's hot. It's humid. And if you li- if you live there, we're hot you. and
2: humid too. Yeah, <laughs> we're not um, too far. Away.
1: My record of the week is just gonna be barbecue. Mm. I ate my weight in Kansas City barbecue. Nice. Why didn't you bring uh, any? Because I ate it all, Adam. Bastard. I had my brisket. I had my pulled pork. I had oh. my hot links. I had my ribs. I had jalapeno cheese cornbread. I, I had cheesy corn. Tummy. It was. Uh, <laughs> I had chicken that I didn't know was gonna be spicy. And Barbecue chicken, people, can go one of two ways: really good or really bad. And this was like wet, moist, spicy, saucy chicken. Adam, if you say moist and whisper it into the microphone, I'm gonna kick you in the nuts. <laughs> <God> damn it! <laughs> but I mean, somebody ready? I was totally. I know. Up to I saw you it. diving in there. Guns a-blazing to moist up the podcast. <laughs> I was ready to do it. Uh, so that's my Geek of the weekends. It's, it's a food wreck. If you were okay. in the Kansas City area, get some barbecue. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I All mean,
2: right. and then, yeah, just check out maybe Fallout 4. Like I said, they have a next-gen uh, update coming out at the end of the year. I don't know if it's free. I think it was. I don't I know they did the Skyrim one as free for anyone who owned the Anniversary Edition, but I just don't know. But um, it's a great game. Just, and like, if you play it on uh, Xbox and PlayStation, you have access to mods. If you play it on PC, you have access to all the mods. But just give it a try. It's. It's fun. that has been what I've been doing. So. so,
1: yeah, so the Fallout for performance enhancements in the next gen will be free if you want the new DLC, you have to pay for it. The new DLC? it have a creation mode. Ooh.
2: I wonder what that is. I don't really want to create a bunch of shit in it, but... You might. So they have a whole building mechanic yeah. in it, but, um... I never did that just beyond, like, trying to get experience points. So I've just been like, hey, I'm here. I'll put up some defense towers and a bed and all that. <laughs> but um, no, but it's a fun game. So, yeah, check out these these
1: wrecks and let us know what you think. And for those of you wanting to, to talk about the fish in the room, the elephant in the room, the the Whatever. fish? I don't know why I said fish. It just came out. Anyway, <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 elephant in the room in terms of fall first person shooter games, we are not going to talk about fall. Um Fortnite.
2: Oh no. no. I'm I'm not a big fan. No, of, I've like, tried it.
1: I I cannot I'm old. I cannot build fast but, enough to save my ass.
2: But I think that's more of a third person it's, um, yeah, it's just a bad
1: world on that genre. I just
2: am not interested, and I tried it.
1: and I can't do it. No, I, so. I'm too old.
2: We're, we're old people, <laughs> Lady, ladies, gentlemen, and people. We this are. This is why old. I don't
1: really play FPSs anymore. I'm too old for this. I, I prefer stories now, where my thumbs can take a break. Yeah. So, all right, folks. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Have a Geek Drink Pod, Jesus. I had one drink and I can't even tell the name of our podcast. Thanks for joining the Have a Drinks and Some Geeks podcast. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, comment, tweet, tube on social media at Geek Drink Pod. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Discord, uh, TikTok, one, one shot, one com. First pound. Sally, Sally, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> is this going to be a thing? <laughs> it, it is. But we let don't. us know if this is a thing. Yeah. Um. And you know, make sure you give us a rating. Um. All the ratings help us on the algorithms that get us into more people's ear holes, and then we can properly lubricate them with our with our words and Ooh. our beverages that have lubricated us. Yes. And I'm just now going to say lubricate because I haven't said lubricate on the podcast in a while, even though I oh. still do. Oh. Lubricate, lubricate, yes. lubricate, lubricate. But even lubricate. though I still do hashtag lubricate on all of our TikToks. Lubricate. <laughs> 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 all right, folks, well, thanks for listening to this episode. We'll be back in your ear holes next week with another fresh take. Yes. Everyone have a great geek week. Take it easy.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Tune in next week to see what our geeky host will discuss next week. Goodbye.
1: This has been another episode of the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. All content. Copyright. Keep Drink Pod 2023.